Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you pack those peanuts for the ride, everybody? Welcome to the Football Ramble. International football has finally returned, you lucky things. It's Wednesday, 15th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome one and all to a wonderful Wednesday and thanks very much to friend of the ramble Rodri for sending us today's intro line. I'm sure other Man City players are fans of the ramble are involved but we know one of them could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad that Rodri got time to listen to us. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's fight, putting fires out all over the pitch Exactly. Normally. I mean if you want to get to know people like Rodri and, and chat to them and contribute to the show and all the rest of it get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. It is a Absolutely hustling and bustling and very enjoyable Discord community. Every single person that drops in there gets a little welcome message from me. Yeah, that's um, nice. It is nice, but people don't care as much as I hope they would. Right. Um, but it's still nice. And there's lots of chat going on. A lot of chat about NFL at the moment. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. They also get a chance to get a backy from Pete on a, on a, on a bicycle yeah, around yeah. London. No one's, taken him, no one's taken him up on that offer yet. <laughs> yeah. Pete, who rode here on a line bike, um, which is charged by the minute, and then about 20 minutes after he arrived, realised he hadn't stopped it. Yeah, so it, was, it, was quite a, it was quite a chaotic. We got slightly earlier recording time then, so it was slightly more chaotic than I was expecting. And uh, so I had to cycle my line back down the street, uh, carrying a cup of coffee. But that, you didn't 
Didn't Let me do Marx's job. You didn't have to do that. No. <laughs> you chose to do that. To do that. But yeah, I'm yeah, impressed, though, because you're wearing shirt and blazer. You're looking splendid. I wouldn't mm. have put you uh, or pictured you on a bicycle turning up today. Mm. No. Once no. again, keep them guessing, Pete mm. Donaldson. And we're going to keep people guessing as well, because no one would think we're going to talk about the FA Cup first round replays right now. <laughs> we will on International that. Link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we, we have to talk about what's hot and what's relevant. What's this, is, this is hot. This yeah. is hot. scalding, Jim Campbell. What's yeah. hot is Horsham. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, far away, sir. Yeah, they're not, they're so not hot about They're them? not hot now. Well, they've just been knocked out of the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah. so it's fair to say second attempt and yet the first round. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fair to say they've gone back to their um, freezing cold Arctic yeah. circle of they a, have, of yeah, a Marcus, place in the Marcus, football. Marcus, do you know what's hot? This is hot. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. That is what is that? Magic. They just did what a the flame hell? in the studio. Yeah. Over the top to call it a flame. <laughs> Um, I mean, it was a little sp- flame. It was a little flame, tiny flame. It looked like I thought it's international week. Yes, we need the razzle dazzle. I'm bringing the razzle dazzle. No, it's God, burned say, up now. Say it again. <laughs> it's gone now. Did you oh. sort of? Did you go via like magic? Shop? A magic shop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm ter- I'm serious. Got any bangers? Got any what? Got any bangers? Got, got any? Got any, uh, got any chewing gum that turns your tongue blue? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure Always very got... spicy. He's, yeah. He's got. Oh, when you pull one out, it snaps your finger. Oh, nice. Peter, you carry on like that, you're going to be on television soon. <laughs> Finally. Indeed, yeah. One last crack at the big time for Donny. Absolutely mm. right. Of course, Hawksham were on television. They uh, were. Last night. It was the first ever game on terrestrial TV, but as Jim said, um, they lost. Uh, so they, they couldn't do it. And this was despite their good luck charm, the Horsham fan, fan group, the Lardy Army. The Lardy um, Army. Getting up to their old tricks again. And apparently they leave bars of lard around the opposition dugout for FA Cup games. You could see a, a few of them perched on top of the dugout. It's a confusing call. Card. It, it is. is. It is. Well, I've, I've been reading up on this. Link? So it happened back in the nineties. They used to um, just. They, they were called the Lard. I think it's the Lard and Lager Boys. <laughs> in the ni- it was the nineties. I want to be in that game. It was the nineties. For crying out loud. Uh, but the uh, they once sent. Uh, they, they used to send uh, Lard yep. before they went to play at a football match. Mm. They would post or send Lard to yep. uh, the opposition. Um, and apparently, <laughs> the chairman of Hungerford uh, in the nineties received Lard in a Tupperware box and opened it. Uh, and it said, it's, this has been sent by the HFC APF. APF standing for the anti-polyunsaturated faction. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, the chairman was very fat. Oh, no. <laughs> he took it as a personal insult, uh, and it made it the thing even more hilarious for, for, for the oh. Lager Boys. But, uh, he took it I'm as a personal actually, insult, yeah. so they stopped doing Oh, no, they didn't. They I, yeah, I, I, he, he complained to the chairman, Frank King, who then asked, who are these Lardy Boys? And that's how the name stuck. Oh, that's good. I quite like yeah. that origin story. I, I, to be mm, honest with you, who are you, these Lardy Boys? Who are these Lardy Boys? When you said, oh, and it, the, the chairman's quite fat, and I was thinking... Oh, no. And I'm glad actually he only got offended because if you said and he, and he saw it off quickly, no, yeah. that would have been. You can't really eat lard like that, can you? No, well, I know. Why, why hasn't there been a reappraisal of lard? Because butter came back, didn't it? After the margarine years. Yeah. Guy's always out and about doing doing bits. <laughs> Guy's very much the nuked on the block. Mm. I, I think. I think um, one, for, one for the heads. Goose fat is where if fat, you really want to yeah. kind of spice things so up. I, I thought That's... lard was basically just for cooking with, really. Yeah. Mm. Goose fat's what you want. Yeah. What for your roast potatoes? In all that business. I, yeah. I actually use olive oil for my roast potatoes. I, I know it. you do. That's why it's why we don't come round. <laughs> That's, why we don't. That's why we've fallen out. <laughs> it will never be rescued. <laughs> but anyway, um, people who. I'm just quite conscious that people who are now listening to this show for the very first time. Yeah. 
Mm. My think I don't mind it. I like the stuff, but is it a fucking football show or not? Yeah, well, come right. on, have we not proved and that? And the answer is no. Please carry on. <laughs> yeah. It's as much a large show yeah. at this point as it is a football show. If you it, absolutely, it, drill down it, into it, it. It is at the moment. I, I mean, am I the only person that watched the kind of extended highlights of the game between Horsham and, and uh, Barnsley? Or I think, no, I, I, think I, watched them. I was watching Loud Cam. It was like a red, <laughs> a yeah. red button exclusive. I was keeping up with um, current affairs and saw that Lard Cameron was back. Um, <laughs> but uh, there we are. He's a pig fat man. All. <laughs> Yeah. through. Didn't you fancy getting involved? I do. There was, a, there was a very, very enjoyable flag at the game that said simply, flag. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to <laughs> like. Lively. There's a lot going on. And Horsham looks a lovely place. I don't know much about it, but it's got a bit real like Wallace and Gromit vibe. End of the line. Based on what I can see from <laughs> the camera. Just outside from the of camera. The <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it was a five-a-side pitch, actually. It's the mm. end of the line, Jim, or the start of the line. If you were in mm. Horsham, you would say London's the end of the line. <laughs> right. Oh, so it's the end of a train. Because I would always say Portsmouth Harbour's the end of the line. Well, down south from London, you go in Portsmouth Harbour, and that's it. That's you true. go too far, you you, you get wet. You've gone too no, far. Yeah. Nove- yeah. Ne- look at this Horsham events. No- November the fifteenth, crochet classes. That's yeah. at the Sussex Yarn Collection. There right? you go. Right. You got to walk and talk. A conversation starter project in Horsham Park. Just people walking around a park. A steak soiree. <laughs> steak soiree. At court. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and tai Chi. Tai Chi at Tanbridge House School. Belly dancing uh, the, the same night. Open mic night at the Malt Shovel. Business networking at the Holbrook Club and. And uh, there's karate lessons at the karate club at Swindon Road. All on November 15th, guys. A lot tonight. So do you think the karate clubs send lard to rival karate clubs? <laughs> yeah, maybe. So that would make it harder it? to connect, wouldn't it, if you're well, covered in lard? It would, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be uh, scattered at these events, so we'll see you there tonight. I'm off to Horsham. I think it makes sense. Um, elsewhere in the FA Cup, you see League 2 uh, crew Alexandra beat League 1 Derby County at Pride Park. Mm. Not, to be confused, season, crew. not to be confused with their previous stadium, of course, the baseball ground. No, um, Jim, Jim will never confuse that. No, but it's, never, ever. Ever. It's it, it's a great win for crew. It is, they're having you, a good season, Marcus. You, you, you can't deny it. You'd be foolish. They're, they're in the playoff um, conversation. They've started well. Um, Courtney Baker Richardson um, is is having a good season, scoring a lot of goals. They're doing okay. He's the guy who missed the game last season because he got injured playing Xbox. Yeah, he did. And the explanation and the explanation for that, the Xbox explanation for that, no. was was confusing because. He was playing Xbox, and, you, and we know that a lot of players get a lot of downtime in the afternoon, like to wind down, play video games, whatever, right? You're an Xbox man, you're a PS5 man, whatever. They've right. probably got both, most of them, right? Let's be honest. Oh, That's a good I question, actually. I don't yeah. know. I think, I think you quite tribal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, quite tribal. I think you're one of the other, Jim. You They're only playing fucking Call of Duty in FIFA, well, so you may as well choose true. one. Yeah. Um, Fortnite don't get, as well. Do not get the PC version of EAFC but, this year. But if I said to you, if I said to you, what part of the body do you think he injured himself playing Xbox? You would say thumbs, leg, thumb, or hand. You know mm. it's leg. That's why you're ruining it. Because oh, you, you know. can't bear for anyone else to have a little bit of fun. It has to be <laughs> sanctioned by you all Lard the time. Unbelievable. You knew it was a leg. Most of the show is holding my tongue, so you boys can play <laughs> around. Okay? And we thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for that. Not as much as the listeners thank you for it. Um, but yeah, he actually <laughs> hurt his leg. If we ever let you. On. Fell. And the manager talked about it like it was the most um, like normal thing in the world. He said um, he just dropped his leg on the sofa and tweaked it. That, mm. That's not an Xbox without no, injury. That could happen any point. Do you not, not play like this you... with your leg in the air like that? Maybe he does. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Why are you Xbox? dropping your leg on a sofa? No, exactly. You don't sit on a sofa. Like Maybe he's playing a WWE game and he wanted to do a Hulk Hogan yeah, leg drop. Could be that. I, I, I just think if you injure yourself at home, don't mention Xbox because then you become the Xbox guy, don't you? Just yeah. tweaked it. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. I was going up the stairs. I, I was, was having adventurous sex. Just anything. <laughs> I can see how the, an Xbox injury might happen, though, if you're just essentially sat in the same position yeah, for yeah. about could, 70 yeah. hours in a row mm, playing yeah. the same game. Was it, was it Ryan Bertrand, I want to say? Might not have been. Someone around that era 
and he was definitely at Chelsea, and I think he was from the South Coast. So I think it might have been Ryan Bertrand who went there from Southampton. Am I right to say? Mason Mount. Or the other way around. Oh, it was it was Ryan Bertrand. Oh. Bertrand. He was on loan at Southampton from Chelsea, yep. and I think he was driving down or being driven down every day. Yes. And he had a he had a console set up in the back of his car. Wow. And he was that's, <laughs> back of his car. Yeah. And, 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 he, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he crashed it because he was paying attention. <laughs> he, he was being driven, <laughs> and I think he might have injured. I think he might start to get really bad hamstring injuries. Right. If it's not Ryan Bertrand, and you listen to this, Ryan, I'm very sorry. Sorry mm. to say that, yep. but it was definitely someone. Okay, so well, it's happened. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of um, uh, of 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 England internationals of Ryan Bertram, which of course was one of them. Let's move on to the England squad, shall we? And yeah. um, because there has been some injuries, as we know, a bit of disruption to poor old England, um, which goes in Malta's favour. You'd have to say, uh, Duke Bellingham <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Malta. Le- well, Le- was playing these Maltas. Uh, Le- that's disrespectful to a fine nation, is it? Yeah. Yes. Is it? Have you read um? Malta. Have you read David Niven's um memoir, The Moon Is a Blue? We've is that the one where he cover to cover. Is yes. that the one where he eats a prized pear? Peach. It's a peach. Peach. Yeah. A peach. Have you read prized it as well? Jim? I have. Yeah. It's one of the finest memoirs in history. It's, great. it's incredible. I take Jim's word for it. The first half of it takes place almost exclusively in Malta, doesn't it? Where he's positioned there, stationed there, right? there in the yeah, army. Yeah, yeah. Some of the hijinks, but you'd love it. Yeah, some I've of been the to hijinks Malta as well. I thoroughly recommend. Okay, there we go. So Billy Connolly used to live in Malta. There what you go. more recommendations? There's your Holy you Trinity. <laughs> Connolly recommends it. Niven and the, be- the best Bond of them all, Marcus Speller. Yeah. Speller, Niven, Connolly. Yeah. Sessions, scenes. I, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just looking at things that are happening in Malta tonight. The Four Claw Dinner Show is happening, uh, an evening of culinary delights. We'll be in Horsham. Traditional. <laughs> have, you got, have you got is a that website be- that tells you the, the events happening all over is the world? That of the is that how much we're going to be somewhere else? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why we never know where he is. I mean, obviously, I love the Chamber of Mysteries dinner and show magic. Uh, so you wake event. up in the morning and say to your partner, "Right, where should we go to? Where should we go? <laughs> Get the website up, PeteDawson.com. Uh, is that the, dry the, ice? Why did you put dry ice into yeah, the, the bedroom? Am, the amount of money you got to pay for a membership of that website, yeah. you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, look, my I, opta. It is. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> so Jude Bellingham and, and Levi Cole will have uh, withdrawn through injury, of course. PS5 uh, and Switch. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Wee, it's got to be Wee. You must get a load more injuries on the Wii. I do, what Very active. Well, the Switch now, yeah. isn't it? You'd, you'd play the same equivalent Fine. on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. There you are, you see. Um, Harry Maguire, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Colin Gallagher are all doing their own programmes in the gym away from the rest of the team. Um, uh, Marcus Rashford and Gavin Phillips are joining up later in the week due to personal matters. So, um, a bit of stuff going on. But do you know what, though? For the anger boys. <laughs> do I... Um, I, it's, this is pathetic. I love watching those social media clips of them all arriving, doesn't George? Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh. It's, it's something it, it, wonderful. It just looks like them sort of going to like like what a valley for the day, isn't it? Yeah. It just seems yeah. like they're like off the clock a little bit. I know what you mean. They turn yeah. up those lovely tracksuits, yeah. And uh, the man behind the camera is, is always delighted to see them. Um, was, uh, was it Harry Maguire who turned up for his debut with a bin bag? Possibly. He, he, um, that rings a bell. Stuff in a bin bag, and everyone's like, oh, "Isn't that endearing?" Yes. Mm. Yeah, but that must have been. What, 2017 would have been before the World Cup? Quite possibly. Well, you know what two years uh, ago to the day is? Aaron Ramsdale's for, uh, 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 debut for England. Two oh, years? Two wow. years to the day. And Colin Gallagher's as well, in a 10-0 win against San Marino. Remember it. Oh, Remember yeah. it well. So he kept yeah. a clean sheet. David Raya couldn't ruin that one, John. Imagine if he did. Yeah. Right, well done. <laughs> half, time, half time comes around. Yeah. What's he doing here? Southgate's managed to get Raya a British passport. It's, <laughs> for whatever reason, it's all Yeah, he walks out. back at half time. Raya's sat there with a top hat on. I'm on the call. <laughs> We're just going to sit in behind you, Aaron. He'll, he'll give you some tips. <laughs> Got a roast beef under his arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, oh. Oh, poor old Aaron. Yeah, do you see his dad has been popping I, I, up? I didn't. Year. I mean, Jim, I, I've, I've been looking forward to talking to you about this. <laughs> 
I, I did sow a little bit of what what we call in the spy trade a bit of chicken feed in the WhatsApp. Right. But you didn't you didn't snap it up. Um, can you defend this? Yeah. <laughs> is it, is Shall it, I explain what is what's happened? Yeah, please, yeah. please. So basically, Aaron Ramsdale's dad, for some reason, mm. appeared on a podcast, an Arsenal-themed podcast. With Kevin Campbell, isn't it? With mm. Kevin Campbell, that's right. Talking about um, Aaron, his son's role at, in, um, at Arsenal and what's happened and, and basically mm. complaining about Mikel Arteta's conduct and how he's mm. treated his son, which, I mean, look, I don't want to kind of get between a man's relationship with his father because that's none of, our, none of our business, but he is an adult, Aaron mm. Ramsdale. He is yeah. a professional player. And it's almost, if it were me, so, so the way I see it and the reason I'm saying like jokingly, Jim, can you defend it is that there's only two, there's only two reasons this has happened. One, he's done it without him knowing. Mm. Or two, he's, he's given him permission. Mm. And if it's the second one, that's possibly a misconduct issue. If for it's, yeah. yeah, if it's the second one, it's a really high-risk strategy that will absolutely sort of blow up in, in Aaron Ramsdale's face. Hey. I, we we got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and we don't know where it's come from, so, you know, let's give him the benefit of that doubt. But You'd be fuming, I, though, wouldn't you, if your dad did it you didn't know? Absolutely. I mean, Bert Leno's dad wasn't doing this. When the <laughs> no, thing not even Jens Lehmann's hey, dad no. was doing we all, it. We all enjoyed Mitch Winehouse's album. All right. Oh, Mitch Winehouse. It's all a bit Mitch Winehouse for me. It's a bit Mitch Winehouse, actually, isn't it? I mean, it's an emotion. It's an emotional thing for both of them, isn't it? Of course it is. But I do think there are far better ways to go about it, which is just to get your head down. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling really sort of emotional and devastated about it, it has to be a private thing. That said, what Ramsdale's dad is talking about is how nothing's been communicated to him. And right. he's, he's had to sort of conclude himself that he's now the cup goalkeeper and that he's not going to be rotated. And it's interesting that... Um, now his dad says that is the case, but we've not been told it. It's like, well, if you haven't been told it, mm. how can you declare it in in the same way? But this was always going to happen, wasn't it? I mean, I'm ha- surprised by the lack of communication from Arteta to yes. Ramsdale mm. about the situation. It's delicate, clearly, and it, it needs communicating. Maybe it's a test of character. Well, I don't know. That that sort of perceived lack of communication, as we understand it from Mr. Ramsdale, is something that Guardiola has been accused of. One or two players, yeah. one of them namely being Slatan Ibrahimovic, but uh, so perhaps that you know he's, he's he's learned a lot under Guardiola, so maybe that's it. I mean, when he says it hasn't been communicated, well, obviously it has been communicated somewhat because it's not like they both run out into the field and he's going, "Hang on, sorry, you, oh well, mine, <laughs> you know, your name." First one there, first yeah, one there gets yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that you know his point is that Arteta never sat him down and, ex- and explained this, and I think that I just find this whole thing with with but that's R- a cool- Ramsdale in, in, intriguing because this is a case of you know Arteta has signed a goalkeeper and he is picking him for this that's it I mean perhaps because of the Arsenal documentary because Ramsdale's quite liked generally I think he's a bit yeah. of personality I yeah. think that's why it is mm-hmm. this whole you know even some of the, the pundits and so on going oh I can't, I can't this is disrespectful to Ramsdale no, it's all the bloody time it's, it's, it's competition top, for places top level sport I feel sorry for Ramsdale as I would somebody but, else but, but I don't crucially though uh, we we if, if, we can't corroborate what his dad's saying exactly. anyway, yeah. and so he's mm. and he's and uh, this this information is coming from someone who's got a vested interest in the whole situation mm. and is clearly biased. I'm not saying he's wrong; he might be wrong; he might be right. What I'm saying is that's not the point. Mm. If Aaron Ramsdale, who's a 25 year old man, yes. wanted to go on a podcast and talk about how upset he was, mm. you know, we could we could debate the merits of that and whether it would exactly, force a yeah. move and all the rest of it. The fact is, his dad's doing it, which I personally think is odd, mm. very yeah. odd. For that to be happening. Well, for, well, for me, it's a case of if that was happening to you or, or, or your son or whatever, just say as little about it as possible. So it's talked as little mm. about as possible. Mm. So you can get your head down. And if indeed, maybe at the end of the season, you think, oh, I'm not quite happy here, then maybe push for a move. Whereas now, people might start to question his temperament and all this kind of not stuff. Not jeopardised his role in the England setup, though, is it, Marcus, yet? Well, I, it, I hope it may not. do, though. He, 
Gareth Southgate has. But said I mean, he's in the squad. Yeah, but he I'm has saying, said yeah. if he keeps not getting games, he may not be in the squad in the summer. So. Gareth Southgate says a lot of stuff, doesn't he? He does. Well, so, so, so which which um, and does other things. Well, no, okay, Luke and, and Pete, you critical oh, no, again. Oh, 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 oh. Glasses off his stuff. You, 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 Shall I get some more fire out? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you, Mr. Spiller, it was Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I, I crossed him straight up. I assumed that. Yeah. Um, so you've you've said Southgate says says a lot of things. So which of the current England squad? Um, who he's picked? Have you have you got a problem with? Well, no, it's, it's Maguire, Marcus. No, it's, it's always so, Maguire. So hang on, Pete's a funny grown man. Into his trap. <laughs> You're the pathetic one here, Donaldson. But I'm fucking entertaining this. So Turn on Peter. each other straight away. So this Peter. is all a political statement. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right, okay, what is yeah. it about picking um, the Manchester United starting centre half that you've got a problem with? Uh, Manchester United aren't playing very well. Okay. Uh, they're, they're form, form team, form team in the Premier League. Oh, sharp. Oh, yeah. As you start. I mean. We're supposed to be together. Newcastle just... <laughs> I think we've established that. Not okay. yeah. um, I mean, Newcastle just got beaten off Bournemouth, to be fair. You know, Trippier's in the squad. You don't have a problem with that. I well, assume. I should say get Lascelles in as well. There we go. Oh, now you're going okay. full. Now talking. Now you're going full. Now talking. Um, I, I Three was, weeks detention. My, <laughs> my answer was just going to be, I'm not, I've not got a problem with any of them because basically every other English player is injured. You're right. So by definition, <laughs> they've got to be in the squad. Are you pleased for Ezra, Ezra Konza getting a call up? Very pleased. I, I, I think... Some might say it's slightly overdue. It, I would say it is. We spoke about it, I think, a couple of months ago now mm. said that you know he's been playing well for a, a reasonable amount of time and huge he, part of what Emery's doing he deserves mm. a look because Villa have been, been absolutely fantastic this season um, there's no argument against it I'm pleased for Rico Lewis as well um, the reality is that you know England are always in that difficult situation where they're not going to be tested against these teams they beat is it North Macedonia they're playing next as mm. well they beat them seven already they're going to beat Malta they've already qualified blah 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 it's good for those players to experience the setup, yeah. to be around it. That's why Rico Lewis has been called up. Absolutely right. Give, give him a taste of the biscuit. Because you never know um, when you need to rely on these players. And if they feel comfortable there and they feel they know how mm-hmm. things work, it's it's a much more easier it's a much easier transition for them. Well, it yeah. is. I mean, Jim, it's quite simply as if, if <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but you forget the human side of it. If a player has walked through the doors at St George's Park, if they've met people and all the rest of it, whether they've played any minutes or not. If indeed, as, as, as Luke says, in, in future squads they're called upon, it's just there's a bit more familiarity. Absolutely, it's not FIFA, is it? You don't just put like thank goodness you know, the best, statistically best players in a in a big lump and expect it to work. They're human beings. They need to sort of establish relationships. They need to gel. They need to feel comfortable. And mm. and it's a good opportunity to get some of these guys in. Yeah, and mm. uh, and that seems to be doing. Um, Trent Alexander Arnold said he watches clips of John Stones to help him uh, to help teach him play the the inverted hybrid role. Yeah, um, and this comes after Hansi Flick reportedly showed uh, he's obviously not in charge anymore but um, he showed his uh, Germany players clips of uh, John Stones as well Is that, the, the way you said that was like he's lost his job because of that <laughs> I'm not watching him that, that's an Englishman <laughs> we're not being we're taught not by doing him. that yeah. I, I think, I think we've been proved over the years that, that the English have not shown a good example it speaks, it speaks volumes doesn't it because Stones is probably going to be someone and we appreciate him now of course we, we know how good he is and what he's able to do and how versatile and, and clever he is on the pitch uh, and it wasn't that long ago where people were saying, you know, Guardiola would 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 let him make his mistakes, and he liked mm. to have the ball at his feet, and all And those conversations have disappeared entirely now. Mm. And I think that's partly because the game's moved on slightly, and we expect that from a lot of different players at the back now because of the way the game is played. But also because Stones has matured. And I think I wonder with John Stones, regardless of what happens with England and how, whether they win anything or not, I think it's probably reasonable to suggest now that he's going to be. As we look back on his career, he's been probably one of the greatest England defenders. Yeah. I, th- I think, and, and I know he's moved into midfield, and I know he can do a lot of different other stuff. Yeah. Maybe just one of England's best ever players. He's got seventy caps ish, I think. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine. You know, he's probably got three or four years at least at the top still to come. 
Um, I think one of, I think one we're of starting England's, to see now he's an incredible servant for him. Yeah, I think one of England's best ever players might be a bit much because in this side he's not been one of the stand-up players. It's been Harry Kane. It's I been think that's Sterling. what Luke's saying though, right? With the benefit of hindsight, yeah, we, we might we'll start to feel that. that he was a big part of of the era mm. that we've had. That's you know got deep into tournaments. Would you would you say? Well, I mean, it, it I know you're, you're gonna you're gonna go have a go at me again, but it's been him and Maguire. It in, has in defence. But so would you? Say, I mean, you would say that. Um, Maybe, maybe not best of it in the era we can talk about because we witnessed it personally. Defensively, England have been very good on the South. Exactly, and you'd put them alongside. You'd probably stop put them alongside of Rio Ferdinand, a kind mm-hmm. of you know a John Terry or whatever. He's definitely worthy of conversation in those kind of circles. Yeah, because he's perhaps not as traditional as those exactly. players. Yeah. You know, and also, I think there's a there's a, a bit of a hangover from the earlier days of his career where he was associated with the odd, you know, clanger. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Perhaps yeah. Ferdinand and Terry and, and players of that ilk didn't have so much. And, yeah. and he's been he's, he's he's shown himself to be a far more rounded player than mm-hmm. than, a, than a Terry or, a, or a, maybe not far more rounded than Ferdinand who could play it as well. But Ferdinand, you, it would be a stretch to say that Rio Ferdinand, despite being good well, with the ball at his feet, could, could, could step into midfield. Well, Andy way, Brassel as well as that. has made that point that when Ferdinand tried to do that, he got a bit lost, and that's no criticism. Yeah. You know, if, if, you're, if your claim is, I'm one of the finest centre-halves my country's ever produced, but I can't quite <laughs> cut it in centre of midfield, I don't think anybody's going to have a go at you. No. You know, but, it, but it, you know, with Stones as being coached by Guardiola, obviously Ferdinand was coached by some magnificent managers, you know, Ferguson being the obvious one, they didn't play like that. No. And it wasn't, it was a different era and all those kind of things. So perhaps he could have done under Guardiola. I mean, again, an intelligent player and, and so on and so forth. But what Stones has done has been has been brilliant. And we hope that he comes back soon from injury. You know, Stones is 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 fully fit and all the rest of it going into the Euros. You know, that's, that's, that's a huge thing for England, as he's shown before in previous tournaments. It's kind of yeah, the, saying. the only other player I can think of in that ilk who stepped into midfield and looked okay was uh, Ledley King. And he obviously mm. had his career mm. cut short massively by injury. So mm. he's not, that was almost what could have been rather than anything Leaving else. Eric Dyer out of that? I probably am leaving Eric Dyer out of that at the Dyer moment. Dyer stepped yeah. back. Jim. He did. Stepped back. <laughs> yeah, all you the know. way back. Yeah, very humbly. Uh, <laughs> and into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, indeed. Well, um, talking of uh, former England men, um, have you seen that Andros Townsend has been eating chicken's feet? <laughs> he has. Yeah. So he said that um, he's trying to get every kind of little 1% more he mm. can out of his um, career, Peter. And who knows? Uh, where that could go. You're maybe. the chicken feet guy in this I'm the chicken feet guy, yeah. A lot yeah, of yeah, collagen yeah. in lot them, of, apparently. That's why he's doing it. You, you have it quite a lot out in like China and stuff. I've had it yeah. in China. He, he said China, South Africa and Portugal. You can pull the on the uh, tendons and make the claws go... Okay, that's appetising. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it nice or not? It doesn't look nice. It's, uh, there's just not a lot of meat on it. It's, I, it's not particularly weird, I would say. I, uh, yeah, I think the fact that there's not that much meat on it makes mm. me think... Uh, What's I the point? Really fancy yeah. it. But from his point of view, I mean, he did say it's, it's, it's easy to cook. He said, um, it's 20 minutes in the steam oven and you get it down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically yeah. stopped taking supplements and right. he's trying to sort of get, I'd love, get the yeah. things you get in supplements elsewhere. I'll see what Yum. you mean, okay. I'd love him to have his own cooking show where every single thing he does, he mm. goes, it's 20 minutes in the steam oven, get, get it, it down, down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Andros. <laughs> yeah, Andros. <laughs> Andros is beige food. Same steam oven, same fucking steam oven. Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of chickens just sat about in his garden. <laughs> 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 Some of them feet. Yeah. <laughs> all of his double glazing, his whole leg just all steamed up because his entire house is a steamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie. Well, for more England chat, uh, everybody, Luke and I are going to do um, a little England special, aren't we? For tomorrow, State for, of Play for, for England. Yeah. yeah. And we'll answer a lot of um, listeners' questions as well. We, we put a call out. Uh, yesterday for listener questions about the current state of the England team and Marcus and I agreed to talk about it 
Uh, and we had, I think, over 300 questions. We probably won't do all of them. No. Um, because we've got homes to go to. Mm-hmm. But that will be out um, first thing tomorrow and one to look out for. I and think. we're going to be picking our um, what we think the starting eleven will be for England. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. For the first game in the Euros against a team we don't know who it is yet. So do look out for that, everybody. Right, let's have a quick break. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I know about the B team. I know some of the players. They have been training with me dos tres cuatro times. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> David Moyes there. Yeah. We all do it. We just you just want people to understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think the dos bit was a bit silly. I mean, I think that that if you're speaking in fluent sentences mm. and then you think I'll, I'll chuck in a few numbers a few I think numbers, if people, yeah. people they'll already understand it they've, they've got the yeah. numbers yeah. That's, that's it was enough. a split second decision that mm. lives long in the memory what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing I'm just chucking my shirt right, I don't think people who, who quite clearly in that situation speak English as a second language fairly well mm. are going to struggle mm. with the, the first two or three numbers yeah. <laughs> 
in the pantheon of numbers. Uh, he's just he's just doing it. He's he's like a lounge singer. He's just chucking a few little ones yeah, out there. Yeah, a few little, like I say, a little bit of chicken feet. A little bit yeah. of chicken feet. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken Obrigado. feed, not feet. Yes, it's, it is, there is a difference. Um, gentlemen, last night on television, Howard Webb and Michael Owen were back in the habit. Were they, were they crime fighting? Yes. Was it um, a bit like Sharky and George, the crime busters of the sea? Very much oh, like that. But they're Cassie and the Sundance Kid? But they're on the land. mystery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're on the land, Peter. Boring cop, boring cop. No, actual cop, boring cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Howard Webb's a good lad. He's a nice man. Yeah. Howard Jim, Webb, Jim he's doing his best. Jim checked himself there, to be fair. Yeah, mm. actual cop, bad cop. That's fine. It went down well on um, Twitter, didn't it? Michael Owen re- responded pretty well. Yes, what was his response? I think he called people absolute scumbags, I didn't think, he? I think, <laughs> Peter, Peter, you've got the tweet. Uh, yes, I have. Um, not on me, but uh, yeah, I think he, <laughs> he just called everyone absolute scumbags. He yeah. said that um, he's trolled through thousands of really positive comments to find two or three negative ones, then write a story about it. Mm. Absolute scumbags. Yeah. Scumbags always have been. Tremendous yeah. response, by the way. But <laughs> in his in his defence, I think he he's talking about the Daily Mail, isn't he? Who who ran a story about how everyone hated it, and it, it right. looks like he's calling um, you know regular football fans scumbags. So I think asking, he's actually talking uh, about. So you're no, I choose between Michael Owen and the Daily Mail. I think sorry, Jim is. Mate, it's but, a very clever. Yeah, thing. We're in the end times, aren't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. No, are you, are, you're right. I think that he wasn't just um, talking about the average. Uh, well, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about the show, Jeremy? Is it a good ideas? It go well? What do you reckon? I think it's okay. I yeah, think, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, look. I, they so what for those who didn't see it, um, they played the audio of the match officials who were mic'd up, of course, for uh, some of the Premier League games. They reviewed, uh, they did a number of these. Um, uh, the goal at Fulham for Manchester United that was, was disallowed, and the, the big one, of course, was that they reviewed the full VAR audio from Anthony Gordon's goal versus Arsenal. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I just to me, actually, it gives me a bit of faith in the system, it does, does it. Yeah, because I just think <laughs> I didn't like. I enjoyed the way Jim said that. Does yeah. it? Does it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's big and clever. Fair enough to make your yeah. point. That's fair enough. Right. So <clears throat> you realise just how quickly they've got to do it, mm. and just how quickly they do do it. That one was quite an outstanding example. There was a lot of intricacies there. Four, four incidents, exactly, in it, yeah. to deal with very quickly. Did they not? Two do of it? which are sort of unprecedented in with the visual aspects of not yeah. being able to see two of them. Exactly. Did you not think that they whizzed through it pretty quickly? Yeah, yeah. So, so this sort of oh, well, we're all stood about for four minutes, and it's like, well, yeah, but, yeah. but I, that's I would, not the issue with this yeah. in, set of incidents, though, is it? No, but I would also say that um, they went with the on-field decision. You know, it's quicker than uh, than four minutes. Oh, none of that. Just get rid of that. Yeah, well, just so, get rid of the VIR so, thing. But that is, and and that gets rid of the controversy, does it? Yeah, but that but that that TV show isn't gonna that TV that's not that TV show's job, is it? No, that TV no, show isn't, isn't job isn't to go right. Um, here's why we shouldn't have VAR. No, it's going to say this is what we did and why, and it's a it's an effort at transparency. Mm, so from where yeah. Marcus is sitting, I, I think that's I don't disagree with Marcus comment. at all. Yeah, that's yeah I think it was very quickly done. Yeah, right. Okay, I think yeah. the show is sort of doomed to be attacked by. Partisan football fans, isn't it? Because they've got Michael Owen doing it. <laughs> which is, which is a, uh, let's be honest, it's a, it's a quite a low percentage call. It always feels like trolling, doesn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. You wanted this, did you? Yeah, yeah. It took a while to get there, but uh, yeah. People first of all go, well, he's not even the presenter. No, and then they go, yeah, oh, but, I don't uh, like him. Uh, do, you know, do you know why they probably they almost certainly got well? Didn't have to be Michael Owen, but it was because he played the game. Well, he's pretty, yeah. also That's because he, he would be he'd be contracted X amount of shows with that channel per season, Quite possibly, and they yeah. need to fucking bump it up. Yeah. Look, the fact is, with all this VAR stuff, again, like so what 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 do you want to take VAR away? Well, again, that is going to reduce the efficiency of the refereeing. The, the one thing the refs say, which is quite interesting, is the players actually stop. 
um, shouting at the referee because they're like, no, we're checking it. Yeah. It actually helps the referee on, on pitch for, for, uh, for a few ways, of course. Again, it will reduce the amount of incorrect decisions, which was a very small margin anyway, but it will increase the anger of the, 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 of the, the fewer um, uh, decisions that are made incorrectly. That's what it will do. Mm. And that's what you're going to have to live with. You can go back to the old ways, and that's fine if you want to do that. Come down, you know, into the championship. Fulham will probably there soon enough, um, and we'll have a lovely old time. But that is what we're dealing with here. But, but I, I love that. That's your solution to anyone angry about VAR. Get, down, get, get relegated. Get relegated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, but in practical terms, that's what it is. Like I, I know I sort of joke, but what, 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 there is no other solution. It, it, do you think it sort of creates different footballers, though? You know that 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 gulf between the Premier League and the Championship, not having it and having it, you become a diff, slightly different footballer. Because you have to play in a different way. Play probably. A different way. You'd probably My, be a better footballer. You have to be. You, you, yeah. be you would be. Well, you would. You'd, 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 you'd be more disciplined. I think when they took mm. it into when, they, when it first was rolled out in Serie A, I think there was a huge change in them. Yeah. Uh, behaviour from from players trying to do things mm. off the ball and all that. So, there, so, there, so therefore, it probably makes the game better. Look, mm. I never thought I'd be a huge proponent of VAR, and and if if everybody did describe dis- decide to scrap it, and we thought, you know, well, that's that's what we're going to do, then then fine, there, I'd go with that. There's some unforeseen issues around it that we've touched upon, though, and the and the two, and regardless of the actual um, the actual stuff that we're talking about here with with the TV program, mm. the two unforeseen things I think are the I think we're probably going to see an increase in injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about it in the context of Mickey van der Ven, didn't we? Having to stop for so long and then yeah. pulling the hamstring—I think that's necessary. That's going to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And secondly, I think we are also seeing far too much time being lost in the games. So it seems weird that the powers that be in football are saying we are going to extend games mm-hmm. because we're going to put a lot more injury time on from mm-hmm. this season, but they're losing even more from VAR, which they weren't losing beforehand. Mm-hmm. And the Spurs Chelsea game, the most recent great example, I think. Um, it was something like 27 minutes of VAR. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's not anywhere near good enough. <laughs> that's, yeah. that, okay, that has to be, you yeah. either have to stop the clock, yeah. which then has a load of other ramifications. Yeah. So you, if you only stop the clock for VAR decisions, you get far longer games in a game like that. Mm. That doesn't help the players necessarily. And it doesn't help the players, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the ball's in play for an average of 55 minutes in the Premier League, isn't it? which I think is the highest. They were trying to get it up above 60, leagues. which yeah, is why okay. I did this thing. So again, hear me out here. Like, I'm not saying VAR's perfect. I'm just saying that if in terms of getting decisions correct, then it has improved that situation. Yeah, I think part of the issue though is, is that it's never going to be perfect. Is it? Nothing's ever going to be perfect no. in in terms of you know getting all of every all of the laws of game of the game applied perfectly every time. But I think there was there was an idea that it had been sold as a solution to everything, which it it wasn't sold as that. But I think there there is an idea from people who hate VAR mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, you, the whole point of this was we, we didn't have these issues <clears> and we wouldn't have all this controversy. But it's just I'm it's a- just not going to. I'm personally prob- proponent of of the AI <coughs> offsides because it's just oh, I, it, I, agree I, more. I just think it it's one of those things that humans don't really have to do. So it's, it's that would cut down on time a bit, wouldn't it? That make it yeah. quicker, yeah, absolutely. But the, but the offside thing is, there's no coincidence that all these things we're talking about here, yeah, n- only what a small percentage of them are offsides. Yeah, mm. the rest of it is like part of that big four four decision, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was part of it, but not not the main part of it. I wouldn't say. Yeah, well, indeed. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that... telecomputer every decision is an offside decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know after the Spurs game, um, Ange Postecoglou came out and, and fairly, it was a bit of a defence of referees and saying, look, come on, we need to calm down a little bit there. About the weekend, though, Roberto De Zerbe didn't really say that. He said, I am honest and clear and I don't like 80% of referees in England. <laughs> yeah, specifically <laughs> England. The the guy interviewing him mm. sort of 
trying to sort of break some of yeah. that tension said, well, at least you're like 20%. He just looked at him like, who, who is this prick? <laughs> yeah. like, no, I, I, really, I just haven't had a gay's referee by then. Yeah. I really, really admire Ask that. me how I feel about post-match interviewers. Yeah. Ask me the percentage. <laughs> I, th- I thought he did well there, whoever it was interviewing. Yeah. But yeah, the Zerbi didn't really kind of... Uh... <laughs> doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help refereeing in the culture of refereeing. Well, no. He, but the, the thing is, there's now talk the FA might look into that. Well, you, you can't, you well, can't was, have a manager saying that. At the beginning of the season, um, everybody signed up to a participant behaviour charter to essentially stop stuff like this. The Zerbi's not even looked ne- at that. It's never been worse, has <laughs> no, it? He's not even looked at it's it. It's never been worse. I mean, no. as a player, would you... You know, we've, we've seen, you know, Klopp's come out with some stuff. Now, I understand Liverpool were hugely wronged by that decision we, we, we but know Liverpool that. get games that, that aren't refereed by certain referees because it's yeah, okay, which, but, is, which is but, a massive problem but the response I felt was poor yeah um, uh, you know Arteta and, and, and Arsenal have been in um, I've, I've had one recently where the response there has been has been criticised they've been hot in hot water yeah in hot mm. soapy bubble they've been uh, in Andros Townsend steam oven <laughs> <laughs> we've had De Zerbi there um, and it's interesting Like I, I don't know as a player if you'd want your manager or you even care coming out with well, those so, kind of comments. So, so I, I think that the, the best way of looking at it... And we know Ferguson used to do this massively yeah, exactly. back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. That, that definitely was the case. I think if you're a manager and you're a figurehead of the club and you are basically in charge of the football operations in terms of the public-facing side of it, uh, I know these clubs have football directors and all that kind of stuff, but really these are the figureheads. I think you do really need to take responsibility. And I think if I was mm. a player, I mean, I'm, I'm not a player, I'm a 43-year-old man, but if I were, were a player, I think I'd want... I, I don't know if I'd want the manager to be saying this kind of stuff because it's an excuse for other things. Mm-hmm. But then having said that, we only see half the picture. We don't know what the manager's saying behind yeah, the course, scenes. Yeah. I think I think behind the scenes managers more often than you think will probably have an understanding at the start mm-hmm. of the season. Forget all that. Yeah. What we do in here is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Mourinho has been doing that for a very, very long oh, time. Yeah. So, so we, it's hard to answer that without having the full picture of what's actually happening. They probably see the public facing stuff as a necessary evil they don't pay an awful lot of attention to. Interestingly, Declan Rice was asked about um, Arteta's comments and his behaviour after the game, and he, he essentially said, "Yeah, we love it. We 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 we're all behind it. We like his passion, and right. it, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> like endorsing the criticism yeah, of referees yeah, yeah. and stuff, but it creates a siege mentality, doesn't it? And it is they are going out and they're competing in mm. every in every manner. They, you know, you respect the opponent, but they are an opponent." Imagine so, if Declan Rice turned around and went, yeah, I thought he embarrassed himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, waiting but, but, for, I'm waiting for the real manager to pipe up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Dale's dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Who, who do you think is the biggest moaner in the manager? Gary Neville. All oh, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, I guess it's difficult because, like, if you are Mikel Arteta, there's just more, it's almost like a little kind of industry, people mm-hmm. complaining about Arteta and not complaining yeah. about Arteta and people arguing. Like, it, this one incident is still going on. Exactly. There was a TV yeah. show about it yesterday. Can we <laughs> Can we get to the new console Netflix, game at the Emirates right. with it coming up every week until? <laughs> well, that'll be the thing that overshadows it, isn't it? it oh, it's going to be massive yeah, isn't it, when that huge. game happens. Gary, Gary O'Neill's not been happy this season. I think Deserby's is known for there, being he, yeah. for being spiky about referees, isn't he? And yeah. hair. Only eighty um, percent of them. Thank you. Sorry, yeah, but that's, that is a lot of them, though, isn't that it? Is that's a lot. lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's an underrated moaner. Yeah, you? I mean, Deserby underrated. Um, Arteta and Klopp have got to be in there as well. I think mm. Deserby's more just a bit unhinged. And it manifests itself in that way, mm-hmm. but I think he's generally just a little bit out there. Yeah, because I, I would think... like to see him plonked in a tent in a post match after a game they've lost. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And Suella Braverman just whips it off. <laughs> Says lifestyle choice anymore. next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Good riddance. Um, to answer your question directly, Marcus, because yeah. these two cowards didn't. Thank you. Um, at the moment, <laughs> I would say it's, it is at the moment it's Arteta. Do you think so? But it ebbs and flows. Because Guardiola's not really a moaner, is he? 
You can, he can do, but again, I think he's like the Zerbi. He's just a bit. It's a bit basic for Guardiola at the moment, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah. it's, part, <laughs> like, it's part of a lot of his. He's got a very wide re- repertoire. Yeah, Moaning is just part of it. He wouldn't moan when he can. Or he, why would he moan when he can just set you a riddle? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like he's like a, Nathan Redmond. He's like he's like a football manager. Choose your own adventure book. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Howe's not much of a moaner, is he, Peter? Uh, no, I don't think he is actually. No, who do you yeah. think he is though? Come on. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Klopp can say one thing. I can say one thing, and you've got three weeks of chat about it. Mm-hmm. But like a, a manager of like I don't know, like Forrest, for example, they, they, they've it, they've had some pretty deep, like pretty good reasons to be quite annoyed recently mm-hmm. uh, for, for VR and and stuff. And and they've they've found a situation where where the manager doesn't really. He's, he, right. he's got bigger. He's got bigger problems. Steve, <laughs> Steve Cooper has a moan. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, respectfully. Nobody cares. No, they don't. Yeah, they You just, just assume don't. they didn't play well enough. Yeah, they just you don't. Know. And no, yeah. no one knows enough because people at casual mm-hmm. football fans don't watch Forest as much. Yeah, well, and, and, and that, the, the way... And they're the tricky trees. They are the tricky trees, Tricking, yeah. Trying to trick the referee all the time. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see Roy Hodgson square up to the uh, the monitor at some point. Mm. Just cock his head. The VAR monitor. Just cock his head. <laughs> yeah, like like one of the cameras you put in a bird's nest. <laughs> <laughs> To see if the young are okay. Imagine that. Have they he's said been slagging off the young, isn't he? Yeah, okay. Imagine if Sky Sports News said, "Oh, we're going to go. We're going to exclusively go to Crystal Palace's training ground," mm. and it was like a photo of the nest, <laughs> and Hodgson was just regurgitating stuff for, um, yeah. for the young players to eat. Head very, very good. spinning. Well, it's not just in England, of course, that there are uh, VAR problems. Uh, in Brazil, um, after being denied a penalty and having a man sent off after just eight minutes work, Gremio, uh, Corinthians uh, director of football, Alessandro Nunes tried to storm at the VAR room in the stadium. It's which amazing. Is, um, he went all the way to Uxbridge at Stockley Park. <laughs> oh, no, this is, this is why we have it at Stockley Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Br- Brazil, what are you doing having VAR it at was, the stadium? It was like a sort of WWE backstage. It segment. was, yeah. It, it was, was a bit of a brawl, yeah. So it angry. Was, I, you, and, yeah, and, you, Jim, you watch it and you think, well, this is obviously not real. And you kind of go, oh, no, this is, the, this is yeah. the, um, the director of football Literally did trying you, to storm the VAR room. Did you see the red card um, decision that, was, that he was really angry about? Was Suarez involved? I mean, it was. I mean, it's incredible stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll get it up. But uh, this was the red card that he was annoyed about. Yeah, I mean, it's it is <laughs> oh, absolute leg breaker on it. It, it is. A, it's a red card. It's 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 you know like how like the red wavelength is like the longest one. Yeah, like it's the longest yeah. red I've ever it's seen. It's a beetroot red. It's card. the reddest of all of the <laughs> it's red a purple cards. Card. It's yeah. Pantone, just the word red yeah. coloured red card. And it's, wor- and it's worth pointing out that um, that Corinthians are one of the biggest teams in Brazil. It is, it yeah. is outrageous. It's not like it's a league. No, no. Is, and, then, and then the manager turns on, and then he, sorry, the uh, it was the chair, director, was, of sorry, director of football. Um, turned on the cameraman. Don't you put the take that yeah, down? That was superb, wasn't it? He's like, you're, you're filming. It's like we've already got it. It's <laughs> like, not understand how this works. Yeah. It's yeah. not live. Do you reckon he was just like, I hate all cameras? It's not just VAR. I hate <laughs> all cameras. I'm, I'm never film against, me. I'm against lenses. Yeah. I don't even wear contacts. For me, like. The thing I'm fascinated by is if you do get into the VAR room, what do you what's do? the plan then? Yeah, yeah. what's the plan? <laughs> well, yeah. Draw me own lines. <laughs> I'll draw some lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got a freeze frame where he's colouring the red cards with yellow. It's a booking. It's a booking. <laughs> I love the fact that they had two security guards on the door yeah. who like clearly managed to restrain him because he, he went for the door and then he was a bit like and then he turned around and he was he trying to find another way in. Yeah. I don't, it yeah. was just it was got shocking. a white vest on like like John McLean. It, it was piss poor. Come through the air vent. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
shit. Shoot the glass. Shoot the glass. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, did you see uh, that uh, recently the Corinthians goalkeeper Cassio uh, went viral for allowing an indirect yeah. free kick to go in this Galaxy was brain. Oh, so basically, um, on it. so a, good. The team they're playing against rewarded the indirect free kick about 35 yards out to mm. the side. And the, the, the taker of the free kick whips it in. It goes over everyone's head. And um, I think the goalkeeper's not sure whether it's going to get a slight deflection or not. Obviously, it doesn't, but he doesn't know until very, very late on. So he just jumps out of the way and lets it go in. <laughs> yeah. Then the other team starts to half celebrate mm-hmm. and he just picks up the ball, puts it down for a, goal for a, yeah, for a goal kick and he's away. It Lovely. was galaxy yeah. brain stuff. It was it's, super. It's great it was nice. great. And yeah. basically what we're talking about here is ultimately just a player knowing the rules of the game. Yeah. But it's still it is quite rare. It comes up so, so rarely. Indirect free kicks are such a strange thing. Yeah. It's called Casio as well, which is a great name. I, ideal. I very yeah. much enjoyed the manager just sort of like hitting his heart and going, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> manager, manager subbed him off. What are you doing? Now <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this was a fascinating one a, a chap called David Nicholas sent me this um, uh, of speaking of those kind of um, very very odd rules in football that people might not know and this was featured on The Chase with Bradley Walsh do you know what happens in, in the unbelievably rare occurrence in fact mm. I don't know whether it's ever happened if you have a direct free kick yeah and and you score an own own goal from it yeah which is obviously like, how on earth are you going to do It's a corner, that? isn't it? It's a corner. Yeah. Well, well. Because you can't no, get, because it's, it's only in the laws of the game, because you can't get an advantage. You, you, you're not able to, you shouldn't be able to get an advantage from the other, from, from being penalised, basically. Yeah, so, so again, like it's, it's, it never comes up. Well, it's, 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 it's almost a, hang on, so if it's, can you explain so that you've again? So you've got, the, got, you've a, free got kick, a free kick right. on the edge of the box, yeah. right? England have got a free kick. Yeah. And let's say, you know. Why are you bringing England Yeah, in? it's always England. <laughs> All right. World Newca- Cup final. No, World Cup, no, final. New- World Cup final. Newcastle are in the World Cup final because yeah. the Saudis have managed <laughs> and it's, to and arrange it's, it with FIFA. 1985. 1985s. Right, okay. Uh, so it's not Kieran Trippier. It's uh, it's Philippe <laughs> Albert. Yeah, Philippe Albert. Philippe is about to take the free kick against Manchester United, right? Yeah. And he turns around and thinks, do you know what? We're already 5-0 up. I'm going to bring um, I'm going to bring Shaka Hislop into play so right. I knock it back to Shaka so he can have a volley or something okay. and he knocks it back and it goes, it goes in, in his own net right it's a corner wow to Manchester That's, United so, you so can... I've heard that before so what's the... and Marcus saw it on the chase yeah so <laughs> That's the sources we're using. There you go. Yeah. We could get battered online if it isn't, if it isn't true. Yeah. No, it is true. Okay. But Marcus is, it's, it's on the chase. Yeah, it's on the chase. Trust the chase. That Big is the boy source. Barry, whatever his name was. Who was the chaser way. on that episode? Uh, I forget his name, but he got it right. Who's yeah. the guy who, put, who killed the man in the canal? That's CJ Egg, from Egghead. Egghead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He thinks he thinks he, he thinks might he killed have a man. killed a man. That's Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, wasn't it? Amsterdam, right. He managed to put in another guy a different quiz show yeah. back in the day yeah. who may have who went onto the news didn't he it was on the front page of the newspaper saying his yeah. book was it suspected he may have pushed him out on the canal and I, he drowned I think he was just surprised that someone had read his book to be honest it's yeah. kind of yeah. oh who's buying that Put who's his... buying even one copy of CJ from Egghead's it's very, story it's a very sort of um, negative note a horrible note to finish on so I want to turn our attention to a man who fell into a, a canal and actually got out alive Jim Campbell hello yeah. <laughs> wouldn't recommend it no um, but there was ultimately no harm done yeah how far deep was it um, I was quite lucky I only, I only went in up to my waist Could, right. you don't know what's in the canal no. on, the, on, the, on the floor so I was lucky shopping I didn't trolleys. get we do shopping trolleys typhoid infested old Mausers spike um, you, but you, you came up with an eel though and you had a bit of jelly deal later. yeah but it was an electric one so uh, uh, I did um, flash and you could see my skeleton yeah <laughs> and that's why we now call you Blanco yeah Blanco Blanca. Blanca. you didn't need to add that in see 
Blanco is the, is the footballer for Mexico. Yeah, well, I was thinking Belly, Benny Blanco. <laughs> from the Bronx. From Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see, silly me. Um, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Granta Network. Um, do join myself and Luke tomorrow for our We England special, of course. Uh, Patreon subscribers, don't go anywhere. Uh, keep listening for Ramble Uncut. If you're not signed up yet, get over to our Patreon by hitting the link in the show notes. Also, follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, TikTok, which is still called TikTok, YouTube and Instagram, at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you very much. Lots of love, everybody. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Ta-ta. Thank you, James Campbell. Thank you. Lots of love, everybody. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.